Do you hear me? I'm talking to you Across the water, across the deep blue Ocean under the open sky Oh my, baby, I'm trying Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno And you are listening to Flip Switch The podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings Understand depression and bipolar disorder In this podcast, we answer questions we've all asked about romance. Can two friends become lovers? That's a question as old as when Harry met Sally. Moreover, can young love tested by illness, in this case, bipolar 1, survive? You'll also hear tips you can use if you're in a relationship and have bipolar disorder, or if you love someone who has a mental illness. Many thanks to Jason Mraz and Colby Calais for their hit song, Lucky. And now, here are Melody and Matt to tell their story. Lucky I'm in love with my best friend. Lucky to have been where I have been. Lucky to be coming home again. My, na- my name is Melody Moisey. My name is Matthew Leonard. I'm 32 years old. I'm 33. We both live in Atlanta, Georgia. For Melody, what is your official diagnosis? I was diagnosed in November of 2008, classic bipolar one. I'm a writer and I'm also a lawyer. I blog for Bipolar Magazine, Ms. Magazine, The Huffington Post. I'm also working on a book that's about bipolar. And I work in education, education policy research, and I help start a website called Better Lesson. Describe the first time you met. The very first time we met? Well, the first time I saw Melody was in the library at Westland. Where we both went to college. Before I, I even said a word to her, I had just watched her study in the library for a number of weeks. I followed her out of the library. Super creepy. In a, <laughs> down a path. Sounds horrible. And before, <laughs> it was a light day. <laughs> it was sunny. It was a beautiful day. It was in the fall. It was my freshman year in college, and I was 18 and he was 19. I was walking to my dorm, and what I did suddenly notice was somebody rush up next to me and fall into step with me and try to do it really casually, but it was nothing. Like, it was nothing close to casual. And I look next to me, and there's this guy. He's like, Hi, and then he just freaked me out, and I went for my mace, but I didn't use it. I went, I got it. College first year, you're taught to be afraid of any man anywhere that walks. And he's like, I go to school here. I'm really attracted to you. I've noticed you on campus. But the point is, his best friend was Rixana, who was the only other Iranian girl on campus. And I was interested in being introduced to Rixana. I wasn't really interested in dating anyone at the time, but I used him to get to Rixana. And shortly after that, Rixana and I were best friends. And for Matthew, was it love at first sight? Probably more like lust at first sight. I liked how she carried herself. She walked very confidently. She had big hair. And she was in the library a lot studying, so I assumed that she was smart also. We became friends quickly. So we were friends for two years before we started dating. I didn't want to date anybody. After I came back from a year abroad, then we started dating officially. What made you change your mind? (laughs) Well, he started dating someone else. He, He was dating someone else in London, started getting really possessive. And then I realized if I was being that possessive and jealous about it, I must actually have some feelings. So in the end, I actually ended up going after him. 
Was there a dramatic scene like in the movies or television show at the airport? With Not even close. I can't even <laughs> express to you. We just cohabitated for a yeah. while and then it just turned into a relationship. It was great because it was just a friendship. It was a really strong, true, deep friendship that became more. When did you get married and how old were you? It was August 2002. And I was... 23 and you were 24? Yeah. Melody, how did you get a diagnosis? I had a psychotic mania, so it was very easy to diagnose. It was November 2008, so I was 29 years old. I started believing that I had gotten a job that I didn't have, started seeing things that weren't there. I wasn't sleeping and I wasn't eating. I was buying a lot of stuff. I was giving away money to strangers. So I was just acting all in all crazy. I asked Matthew if he wanted to go out like Romeo and Juliet. We could kill ourselves together. I thought maybe I could fly off the balcony, like threaten to kill the cat. Lucky for me, both my parents are physicians and my best friend is a psychiatrist and my sister is also a physician. So Matthew called everyone and was like, what's up? They all said, get her to the hospital as soon as possible. This looks like mania. And it was very quickly diagnosed. So Matthew, what was your reaction? Well, my reaction to everything Melody just described was fear and confusion. But my reaction to the diagnosis was some combination of curiosity and relief. I wanted to learn what this thing was. The relief was knowing that it had a name. I was very relieved because I thought she was losing her mind and I thought I was going to lose her. I had these nightmarish premonitions of Melody being locked up for the rest of her life in a straitjacket like Cuckoo's Nest. And the more I learned, the more satisfied I was that this was the right diagnosis and that it was something we could completely deal with and learn from. And Melody can thrive from it, and she has. I immediately after I was diagnosed, especially given how I was diagnosed and the psychosis, I was so scared. And I told him, you didn't sign up for this. I would completely understand if you wanted to bail. And he said, Melody, you've been crazy ever since I met you. So <laughs> I'm fine. And he stuck around and insisted that that was part of why he loved me. And it's something that has definitely brought us closer together because I attend DBSA meetings with her. I remind her to take her medication. It's, it's something that has brought us closer together overall. Melody, what's the best thing Matthew's ever done to help you? He's made it a point to get himself educated. One of the best things he ever did was obviously get me to the hospital and also to encourage me to go to DBSA meetings and to go with me to them. If I had to give advice to someone who was in love with someone with bipolar, I would first say that you should be patient with them, especially if you don't have it yourself. I don't know how Melody feels and I don't know what's going on in her head most of the time. So I have to spend a lot of time just being there and being patient regardless of what the situation is. I think that once you can establish that you can be patient, then you need to sort of step it up and offer tough love once in a while, opening the blinds if it's hard to get up, encouraging her to start her day. Usually that's not a problem, but when it is a problem, you have to start by being patient and then emphasize how important it is to get on with your life. <laughs> on top of that, learning yourself and then educating others is also a hugely important thing to do. Uh, when you learn yourself, it's no longer stigmatized to you. And when you educate others, you help to dispel the stigma that others have, and that's very helpful to the relationship. Yeah, for the people who don't live with us, they and nobody lives with us besides our cat, nobody knows what... And she's great. 
<laughs> she's great, yeah. She's a huge <laughs> source of encouragement. People aren't here with us, so they don't know what Melody's going through, and they don't know how I'm dealing with it. So it is really important to share our experience with other people. Melody, what are three pieces of advice you would share with someone who has bipolar and is in a relationship? Put yourself first. You need to take care of your own health before you can take care of someone else's. And also being able to recognize what is a normal shift in mood and what is something that's symptomatic of a disease. And lastly, setting boundaries with your partner because there's a really big difference between having a mental illness and just being a jerk. And I don't think you should ever let anybody treat you less than the kind of human being deserving of dignity and grace that God created you to be. That's my advice. To conclude, there is hope for true love despite mental illness. Matthew told us that if you love someone with bipolar, you should educate yourself and the people around you. He advocated patience followed by tough love. Melody said, take care of your own health first. Are you in a relationship tested by mental illness? Share this podcast with your partner. Be on the lookout for more podcasts in the Mental Health and Dating series. You can always hear other Flip Switch podcasts and read my blogs on the Flip Switch page at www.thebalancedmind.org forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. Until we meet again, this is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch. Lucky I'm in love with my best friend. Lucky to have 